on the field, inside the clubhouse, and everything in between. This is Brewers Weekly, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City. Here's Matt Pauley. A good Thursday evening to you, and welcome into the program. Indeed, my name is Matt Pauley. Very odd. This is the final time we are going to be doing Brewers Weekly, where I am hosting I wasn't trying to make the whole thing about myself today, but then Scott just did the last half hour, and I'm feeling all the feels, I guess, as uh, we get into this uh, final program uh, that I'm going to be uh, hosting. I will still be doing uh, Brewers Extra Innings through Sunday. I will have Brewers warm-up. To, I think I have Brewers warm-up for all three games of the series. Tomorrow I know I'm in, and then Sunday I'm in. I think I'm in on Saturday. Maybe I'm not. Maybe that's Scott. No, I think I am. Anyways, uh, lots lots more shows, at least six more shows. And then I've got the Brewers Extra Innings podcast that I'm still going to record on Sunday night. So we've got a, we've got a bunch of things to uh, get to before all is said and done. If you want to join us, you can do so. Call or text the Accident Mortgage Talk at text line 855-616-1620. That's 855 855- 616-1620. You can also tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air. I um I'll say this. Again, I don't want to make this all about me. It's not about me. This is a show about the Brewers. Some of you probably could care less about me, and that's fine. Um Twitter tends to be just like the most toxic place on the internet. And I essentially have gotten nothing but positive notes on Twitter since I made the announcement this past week that this was my last week at WTMJ. Like I was I was expecting some negative. You don't do what we do without getting, you know, negative things sometimes. And that's 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 part of the part of the deal. But I have just been in this place that is so toxic on Twitter to see all the positivity that's come my way. Uh, it's meant a lot to me. A bunch of people have texted in since Scott started doing stuff and I've read oh my gosh. So yeah, I'm just I'm a wreck because I love this place so much, and I love these last time. In my seventh year of covering this team, I just uh, I just eclipsed the uh, the six-year mark. I'm in my seventh year uh, doing this. My wife and I actually realized because we are going to uh, we're going to be leaving. We're going to be driving away on July 14th, and we uh, I got here, but my wife stayed in Colorado where I came from six plus years ago. And then at the All-Star break of my first year doing this, we went back to Colorado, we closed out everything, and then she and I uh, and our dogs drove here. And that was on July 14th. And we just realized that we are going to be leaving here on July 14th. Um, so yeah, that's um, that's kind of weird that it's working out that way. All right, so Jerry Augustine is going to join us coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Uh, Justin Garcia is in the house, so I'm going to have him come on around uh, 8.35. He's going to be part of uh, Brewers coverage moving forward. Uh, as uh, That's going to be kind of a hodgepodge of hosts doing Brewers extra innings in this show and some other things. And again, we can talk to you, 855-616-1620, the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Jerry Augustine joins us next. This is Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly with Matt Foley on WTMJ. Brewers Weekly does continue. My name is Matt Foley. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. 
855-616-1620. The Yankee Net Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Go tweet into the program as well if you'd like to. At Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. I could not leave town. I could not get out of here without talking to this guy on the radio one more time. Former Brewers pitcher, longtime uh, co-host of mine on Brewers Extra Innings. It is uh, Jerry Augustine as he is uh, with us. Hey, Augie, how are you? I'm doing well, and I'll tell you what, this is an honor to be on your your last show, and uh, uh, we've gone through a lot. It's been uh, so much fun, and uh, I, I was thinking back about going on tonight's show, and and the one thing that came back to me, Matt, is when I took over UWM baseball team, one of the things I always said to every freshman coming in into the program, I says, you're here today for a reason. And the reason is to go and, and enjoy the game of baseball, play it as hard as you can, and have some fun. But I also would say, when you start here this very day, make sure that when you leave here in four years that it's better. And I think that is quite apropos for what you've done for Brewers Extra Innings. This show has prospered. It's it's a great show. It's fun to be on. I've enjoyed it. And I, and some of the times where we didn't agree on everything, we all just went on and we just enjoyed it and we had fun with it. But you made it. You made Brewers Extra Innings what it is today, and you should be very proud of that. You know, Augie, I wanted to make sure to get you on because, um, you know, just as I continue through this final weekend that I'm here, I, I think about me walking in, and I walked in in the middle of the season. I didn't start at the beginning of the year. I walked in in the middle of the year. And you and, and Craig Kashan and Davey Nelson were the guys that I, I worked with right at the beginning. And it was incredible how you guys just really adopted me uh, right away. One of my favorite things that we would do occasionally at the end of the year, it would be you and Craig and me, and we would do a three-person show. Uh, at the And those are like memories that I'm just never going to, uh, never going to be able to uh, lose. And that, that's great. Like just your friendship and really your devotion to me is, is something that it really sticks out about my time in Milwaukee. Well, I think the one thing that I really noticed right from the beginning, Matt, and, and I don't know if many people have said that to you or about you, is when you first came here, right away from the beginning, when you started the show, you wanted to make it yours. You wanted to have the Matt Pauly influence in the show and make it yours because you could really tell that you had a devoted love for the game of baseball. And as we prospered or as we started going along and as we gone through the years, it became quite evident to me that, you know, that part of baseball, that when people love the game of baseball, they just don't watch it. They teach it. And they go out and try to teach others about what they enjoy about the game. And I think that's one thing where when you talk about Davey Nelson and, uh, man, Davey, uh, he's, he's like a brother to all of us. And Craig Kashan and I, and now you with Vinny Rutino, um, it's that binding together of someone who really loves the game that wants to teach the game with someone who else is involved in the game that wants to do the same thing really meshes well and really go, and really portrays what the show should and that's to be there for the fans and allow them to learn something to enjoy the game when they watch it on TV go to the ballpark and I thought you did a excellent job and that's something that you could tell from you right away when you came to Milwaukee you know Augie I think one of the things that's fun and uh, Vinny is learning this especially this year as he's been doing so many shows with me when when you guys have been on TV 
time is really an issue. And sometimes time is an issue with us. Like we, we have to end either at the top of the hour or bottom of the hour. Like there's some formatics that go on about the show behind the scenes that maybe people listening, uh, don't realize. And that's why sometimes the show's longer and sometimes why the show is shorter. There's other stuff going on. But in this format, we're able to like take a moment or take a decision and really break it down and explain it. And that's something that you really can't do on TV. And that's been one of my favorite things about this. And I can't tell you, there's a lot of people have said things to me about learning about baseball through me. And I, I don't know if there is a greater compliment than I can, that I can receive than that. It is. It's, it's a great compliment. Uh, you know, when you talk about the compliments that you get is to be able to talk to people about baseball. And I, you know, Matt, I, I was sitting thinking about several times when we were on when someone get on you about bunting or whatever that situation or move that Craig made or, or whatever the situation was. And all of a sudden you got into one of those little temperaments where, you know what, you'd look at us and say, Augie, step aside. It's time for Matt to take over. And you would just take over, but you did it. So you did it in a way that was eloquent, you did it in a way that was really to the point, but yet you didn't always agree with the caller, but you made it sound like, hey, you know what, we understand you, here's what we're trying to do to teach you about the game. And uh, there are a number of times when I walked out of there after we were done to go, Matt's on a ride tonight, that show should go on for an extra hour because I'm sure he can handle it all by himself. And it, those times were so much fun and we had so much fun with those and uh, I'll tell you what, Brewers Extra Innings is a whole new element since you've come into the program. And I know I'm saying a lot of things that are really, really positive, but I mean that. We needed something in Milwaukee for fans. Fans love the game of baseball. They needed someone like Matt Pauley to come in and say, you know what we're going to do? We're going to talk about the game. We're not always going to talk positive but we're going to talk about the game, we're going to teach the game, and we hope you enjoy what we're doing. And all, we saw incredible baseball. Like there, To me, and you were part of some really good teams, and obviously there's been some, some good moments and some good seasons, but when we're talking about an extended period of time, the era that we're in right now for Brewers baseball and all these postseason appearances year after year after year, everything you said is correct, but my goodness, what, what a canvas we had to work with and continue to get to work with 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 these teams and all the compelling aspects of them. Oh, excitement. I you could we were like ball players and and I think that was that's a unique thing too is when boy when the show went on it, it, the team's not doing well, you could tell it sometimes. You, you could tell it in our voice and and maybe our approach our, our attitude that night where we're a little bit frustrated and we had that little bit of frustration in it, but we didn't really want to show that frustration, but yet we wanted to get our point across. And we could tell at times when when there was a big home run, no matter by who it was, Ryan Braun or whomever it was, we just couldn't stop talking. And we just, we, it, it was like we were talking on top of each other because we were so excited. And I think that's a part of baseball that fans love. And that's a part of Milwaukee that's so unique. And I hope, Matt, that from your experience here in Milwaukee, which I think it is a, a great experience because you really did a lot for Brewers Extra Innings, is something that you will always cherish that you can take on to wherever you go from here and take a little bit of part of that to, to go to your next program because that part, little part that you take from here will make that next program you go to 
just that much better. Appreciate that, Augie. Well, we're going to let you go for now, Augie. I just I I could not get through this final weekend. Uh, I'm done on Sunday. I could not get through this final weekend without uh, having at least one more conversation with you. Your friendship means so much to me. We will continue to talk uh, all the time. And uh, yeah, thank you for everything you've meant to me, uh, both in doing the show and just uh, in, you know in our in our personal relationship as well. Well, to you and your wonderful family, all the best. You're totally deserving what's up in front of you. You're going to be. You're going to be well-liked, well-loved, and uh, um, I, I'm always going to be a Matt Pauley fan, and I'm going to see you somehow. You're going to see me lurking around before you leave, so beware. Augie will be around. All right. Great stuff. Thanks, Augie. Anytime, Matty. Best uh, to you. Thank you. There's Terry Augustine joining us here uh, on the program. 855-616-1620. That is the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Tweet in the program as well, at Matt Pauley on air. Justin Garcia is going to join us in about 10 minutes. Uh, it's This thing's not just going to be about me today. We will talk about the Brewers uh, after they lose two of three against the Cubs. And yesterday certainly was a tough loss. And it just continues to really show that from an offensive consistency perspective, this team just doesn't have it, and that's as good as they've been. They're a first-place club. They've got a good record. It's it's not meant to be a total negative thing, but at some point, it just feels like we're, we're halfway through the season now. It's, it's not a small sample size. It kind of is. They are who they are. What's it going to take for them to find some offensive consistency? We'll talk about that a little bit coming up in just a moment. Again, 855-616-1620. That's the AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. Tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air. This is Brewers Weekly. Back with more Brewers Weekly after the... Continuing on on a Thursday night, Brewers Weekly. Brewers off tonight, back at tomorrow as they open up a weekend series against the Pirates. Brewers coming off a series against the Cubs where they lose two out of three. In some ways, they're lucky that they won even one of those games considering the way things went uh, on 4th of July. But that was a fantastic game. That was a great game on 4th of July that they were able to win. I guess if you're the Cubs, you can say you're kind of lucky that you won yesterday's game when you're down one uh, nothing going late in the game and facing off against the Brewers' bullpen. We didn't see Devin Williams yesterday. He was just, uh, his workload was at a point where he wasn't available, so it was Boxberger in the 8th and then uh, Hader in the ninth inning. People get upset when guys aren't available, and I guess on a surface level, I understand that, but they are human beings, and I think we need to get over that. And going back to that human being thing, Brad Boxberger's been really good, really good this year. And obviously Josh Hader's been really good. I never totally understand why in a game like yesterday, the focus about the loss is kind of the way you lost in the final two innings. And I get it's it's the easy thing to look at, right? Like you... The run scored against Boxberger, the the tying run and winning run scoring against Boxberger and Hader. So I get where you can get frustrated about that. But the bottom line is they scored one run. They scored one run. And Boxberger and Hader have been really good. And you um, you have to score more than one run. I, if, if you score just one, I don't really care that you gave up a couple in the last two innings. You, you allow pitchers who have been really good all season long to make mistakes at some point and you hope on the nights that they've made mistakes that you've done enough to still be in position to win now when you're Josh Hader and you make a mistake 
there's a pretty good chance that that's going to have a profound impact on the game because Hader's only pitching if it's a save situation or if it's tied or if it's an extra innings, something like that. So their their off nights are a lot more pronounced. You know, if if Trevor God has an off night in the sixth inning, it can impact the game, but it doesn't feel like it's impacting the game the same way that it does when a Josh Hader blows a save. But that doesn't mean that when that happens, the focus should be on Hader. It doesn't mean the focus should be on Boxberger. To me, the focus of yesterday's game is still the fact that they scored just the one run. and They had opportunities, and as good as they've been, again, this is... This is the thing that's been frustrating for me this year, and not frustrating to talk about, but just frustrating the way that I handle it. Because the Brewers are a first-place team. The Brewers have a very good record, right? Like They are sitting with a record they are 47-37. and 37. So they are 10 games above five hundred. That's good. That's very good. Yet so much of the attention on this team has been negative. And I've said it before, it's for two reasons. A, because the offense has been so inconsistent from game number one this year. And B, because of the expectations that we have for this team. And there's nothing wrong with having high expectations for a team. You look at how they're built. You look at the roster. You say, this is a team that can make a deep playoff run. And right now, you, you get worried about the offensive inconsistency leading to a possible early exit once again in the postseason. It feels very much like the way things finished off last year. Uh, Doug texting in says, I almost feel like the Brewers are hanging by a threat. How much longer can they hold teams down and win games the way they do? Cubs series could have been a sweep by the Cubs. Yeah, they... They have to be able to win the 2-1 game, the 3-2 game. That's going to be part of their DNA the rest of the year. But they got to have a few more 7-2 games. they got to have a few more 8-3 games, right? Like those, those games where you win, you get ahead early. Something Vinny Rotino talks about a lot on Brewers X-Turning is when you score the runs. If you can take the early lead, you're able to deploy a certain bullpen. And, oh, yeah, by the way, the other team deploys a certain bullpen as well where they have less of a chance of coming back. You have more of a chance of being able to hold on. So taking a multiple-run lead and doing it early, the Brewers need to do a whole lot more of that. All right, Justin Garcia is going to join us. Uh, He's just walking around the uh, station. He's going to be part of uh, Brewers coverage moving forward. Again, it's going to be a group of folks who are going to be doing this show and doing Brewers extra innings and doing Brewers warm-up, and he's going to be one of them. So we'll talk uh, Brewers with uh, Justin Garcia. He joins us in studio in just a moment or so. This is Brewers Weekly on WTMJ. Continuing on here on a Thursday night. If you want to join us, 855-616-1620. That's the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. You can also tweet into the program at Matt Pauly on air. There's going to be a number of folks who are going to be uh, taking over my responsibilities, at least in the meantime, after uh, I exit this weekend. You'll hear uh, Greg Matzik, you'll hear Brian D., and you'll hear this guy. You hear him all the time uh, during buck season. And uh, he is actually the person who trained me on Brewers Extra Innings uh, seven seasons ago. This is my seventh season uh, around uh, the Brewers. He is uh, Justin Garcia. Hey, Justin. So uh, it's been interesting to hear the outpouring, which I don't disagree with, by the way, but the outpouring of, man, Matt, you made the Brewers coverage so much better when, when it was me that you took over for. But they're right. They're 100% correct. <laughs> oh, um, you did. A, but to be fair, 
there was you were not the like the main guy. You and Jeff Falconio no, well, uh, and me Doug Jeff Russell Falconio. was involved. There's a lot of people who were doing it before I got here. Yeah, Jeff Falconio and I uh, did it. I did it for a couple of seasons. I split it with him. And uh, the year that you took over, I had just started doing the job working for the Bucks, And it was, whew, this is basically 12 months of 80-hour weeks, so something's got to give here. And we found somebody that elevated the Brewers product. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was a lot of, uh, I just remember, I didn't have a parking pass, so I remember meeting you here. I remember meeting you here for the first time. Yeah, and you driving me yeah. there and... Just trying to figure out whether or not you liked me or not. <laughs> seems to be a uh, seems to be a constant theme with some people in these halls, apparently. But uh, yes, the predicament you were in of did I steal this guy's job and he's not like really happy about it. Me thinking, what is this guy's deal and why isn't he going to say anything to me? And we bonded over Howard Stern and, and baseball and the drive to Miller Park. Yeah, because you had the Howard Channel on your thing and. Uh, that was that was just at like I grew up like wa- watching Howard on the E Channel because he would yeah. do that thirty minute show at night and then where I grew up he eventually was on the radio um, and now he's different now he's very different <laughs> it's putting it mildly yeah but, uh, yes yeah so that was uh, that was fun so you're gonna be doing a lot of things I know we've talked about we talk baseball a lot just texting and so forth and I know you've been able to really take in the last couple of years with the Bucks schedule it's been weird with COVID and going deep into the summer and obviously the Bucks going through a championship run you've finally gotten your season over with and I know you would have liked it to go at least a little <laughs> bit longer but with the early exit of the Bucks uh, you've been able to uh, really pay a lot more attention to the Brewers um, yeah I don't know if it's uh, the as you hear everything happens for a reason and the the serendipitous things that occur here but i remember texting you i don't know a month or so ago uh just telling you like man i've been watching a lot of baseball this year because the off season is normal in the last two years didn't really get a chance last year we our season ended july 20th and started up again at some point in september when things picked up for me so there's really no time the covid year Nobody was really getting into it. So this was the year where it's, I got five months off. I'm going to get reinvested here. And I don't know, a week or so later is when we hear that, uh, hey, good thing you've started watching this again because we may need some help. It's incredible to me. Like today, the NHL schedule for next season was released. The Stanley Cup final just ended like a week ago, week and a half ago. And now we're already talking about hockey teams opening up camp in September and playing preseason games and then opening up the season in October. That's two months from now. Basketball, to a lesser extent, is on the same schedule. They're just, especially for teams that go deep in the playoffs, there just isn't an offseason. No. Um, and that's what's made for the Bucks this offseason so unique where it's normal, but it feels like, holy cow, like this is... I could get used to this, and then you remember, like, oh, no, this is usually what happens every single year. If you go to the second round or whatever, you get four to five months off, but you're just two years of getting used to an abbreviated offseason or one that starts and stops and, and all the weirdness that's going on in every single sport. Um, but, yeah, to, to see the, the NHL schedule come out today and then immediately think, okay, which games can I go to and trying to plan around that, and then remembering, oh, i got to wait for the Bucks schedule to come out, which is still about a month away, was certainly an experience. 
So this is uh, these are the kind of tweets and texts you'll be uh, dealing with a lot here moving Who forward. Who is this guy? Why is he here? Gary in Milwaukee, in my opinion, until Craig Council, all caps, stops playing long ball all the time, and all caps, starts playing small ball, when the situation arises, the Brewers will never win a World Series. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forward those to you, and uh, I'll let you handle those. Fire Council! He's a bum! Get his rear end out of here! Scott Warris in the background. Um, that is what's really struck me the most, though, is... Uh, look, I, I, I've I, never been one of you, oh, you got to manufacture runs in small ball, but just how extreme it's gotten yeah. the last few years. So the other day they played the extra inning game, and McCutcheon came up first. And I'm never bunting McCutcheon, especially right. the way he's swinging it right now, right? Like, he's he's the guy that you – I think there is a better chance that they score run McCutcheon swinging away than McCutcheon putting down a bunt and you getting the runner to third with one out because of strikeout. So I take McCutcheon swinging away all the time. Uh, my neighbor, whom I love – texted me and just could not believe that McCutcheon wasn't bunting. We had a we had a fun text conversation about it. And I almost I I'd love to go back to that situation and it'd be a lesser hitter in that moment where it's not McCutcheon, where it's somebody who's either really scuffling right now or someone who's just not a very good hitter and see whether or not Council does bunt in that spot. Because when you don't give up a run in the top of an extra inning, there is a reason to possibly use the bunt in the bottom of the inning. I'm not against that. I'm not against bunting. It just has to be the right guy at the plate. Yeah. Um, and that's that's the thing about how the roster is constructed, that it's constructed to hit home runs. Yeah. And if the Brewers are not hitting home runs and going through one of those slumps, then the offense is going to look pretty brutal, and then you're going to get calls of, you got to manufacture runs, and why aren't they bunting more? But that's not what you have those guys out there for. So uh, I, I I see it both ways, I guess, or I see where those calls come from, but but I agree. If you're asking somebody to do something you're typically not asking them to do. And we've had that conversation many times of what is the success rate? If I'm telling somebody who doesn't typically do this, go do this. And then the conversation, well, then you should work on bunting more in spring training. No, you should not. (laughs) No, you shouldn't. And for people who don't know, the the odds of scoring a single run when you have a runner on at second and nobody out and you move them to third with one out, the odds of scoring a single run a little bit higher – but the odds of scoring multiple runs exponentially higher when you don't move that runner over to third and bunt away with one out uh, and, and and swing away. So if you're going, if you're looking for multiple runs, you never bunt the runner from right. second to third. That's just it's not part of today's game. And I've said this a million times: the Brewers win games when Hunter Renfro, when Rowdy Telez, and when Willie Adamas are hitting home runs, and they don't win games when those three guys are not hitting home runs. Well, I mean, this year it's been when Jace Peterson and Victor Caratini and the list goes on when those guys are hitting home runs and, and Tyrone Taylor, when they hit home runs and they win. Yeah. That's Justin Garcia. He'll stick around for uh, one more segment. We'll continue on with this edition of Brewers Weekly back after this on WTMJ.
Brewers Weekly continues on WTMJ. Matt Pauly with you. Justin Garcia will be here. He'll be part of the uh, the group that is uh, yeah, it's handling Brewers programming. Yeah. So what do I need to know? Like, I could fill you in on uh, the box and like, hey, look for this because they do this a lot. Or they don't like it when you refer to this. I can give you that. But what do I need to know jumping into this situation about this team? <laughs> I don't know. They don't score runs. Okay, perfect. <laughs> they don't score runs consistently. So I wanted to ask you, so trade deadline right around the corner. It is, yeah. If you're David Stearns, what are you doing? <sighs> Trading for an offense, I guess. No, um, it, this is interesting because I've started seeing some stuff about, realistically, what do they have to trade, right? Um, the farm system has gotten better. It's still not great. What are they, 21st, 23rd, somewhere in there, of ranked... Farm so the cup the cupboard isn't quite bare, but you're talking about low A ball guys that you would deal for. Which, if you're the team dealing those, yeah, we have no problem moving on from this because there's a lot of steps that they need to go through to get to the major league level. It's what do you expect to get in return? I would still, I think, target. You know, third base is what comes up quite a bit, and we've seen the inconsistency. It seems like every single guy in the roster we're talking about this with, but the third base in the outfield. And the outfield position is interesting because then it's kind of the same conversation I know you had with Scott before the season started of, well, then who's the odd man out? And what does that mean for somebody like Tyrone Taylor if you bring in another outfielder, which was what we thought would be the case if Lorenzo Cain was around this season. But those, to me, are, are the two that would seem like the most obvious. Uh, I've seen people, was it ESPN, that mentioned pitching of what the Brewers were going to deal for, which made very little sense. I think the other thing, too, is Freddie Peralta. You kind of view that as a return at the trade deadline, um, depending on when he returns at some point in August. But also... How do you utilize Freddie Peralta when he comes back? Does he go back in the rotation, or is that a guy that you use out of the bullpen depending on when he comes back? I use him in the bullpen if Corbin Burns, Brandon Woodruff, and Eric Lauer are all Stay pitching at a high him. level. Yeah, Because th- those can be your three guys that you use in the playoffs. You can probably get Peralta back two weeks sooner if you don't have to stretch him back out. And I'm not saying long-term. Long-term, he's a starter. But if he's not coming back till early to mid-August anyways, or do we really want to wait for September to get him back when there might be a need in the bullpen? It just it makes sense to me for him to be a bullpen guy. I also, you know, when it comes to the outfield, like the names that have been mentioned, Ramon Laureano has been mentioned. Yeah. Dude's hitting 246. His career high is 14 home runs in a season. Brian Reynolds has been mentioned. Reynolds is a nice player. But... Uh, this team needs a difference-making bat in the middle of the lineup, and maybe there will be more options for that at third base than there are uh, in, in the center field. field. With Andrew Benatendi. Yeah. Um, but with Benatendi, who plays center? Yeah. Uh, that's that's the problem there. Uh, I, so I just I, – I don't know. I don't know what's out there. I don't know. I'd be really – I'd be really curious to be on some of these calls about guys who are available and just see how much that market is being driven up by so many teams that have needs right now. Well, and the guys available, the interesting part is the names you went through for the outfield. This on the surface doesn't seem like it's a deadline where there's a lot of impactful guys that are going to be floated out there that 
what does that mean for your competition and for the Cardinals or other teams in the National League and what they're going to bring back? And does that change what you do if it's we don't really see a whole lot of difference makers moving forward here, and we feel like if we get healthy and guys start to hit better for the next month or two, maybe we don't need a whole lot of help. If the Brewers get an impact bat and the Cardinals do not get an impact starting pitcher, the Brewers win the division. If the Cardinals get an impact starting pitcher and the Brewers do not get an impact bat, the Cardinals are winning the division. And if they both stay pat? Both stay pat or both pull off that, then it's a race to the end. That'd be my take on that. I, my other hot take on this is, at the end of the year, go look at the Brewers' record against the Reds, Pirates, and Cubs. Go look at the Cardinals' record against the Reds, Pirates, and Cubs. And the team that has the better record against those teams is going to be the team that won the division. Uh, let me ask you this, too. How, how, when you hear people complain about what happened this week, you lose two of three to the Cubs, or you lose to teams like that, even if it's this weekend, the Brewers win two of three, and then it's, oh, how did you not sweep the Pirates? Your reaction to that is what? It's baseball. That ha- like, in because a- I hear it all the time in basketball with, how did you lose to the Houston Rockets? Because it's one of 82 right. games. Yeah, it's just a series. Now it's when these things start to pile up that it becomes an issue. And there's nothing wrong with looking at the issues that, like, we can look at yesterday's game and say, why did the team lose? Is this a trend? But the fact they lost doesn't really bother I me I saw that somebody much. the other day that said, I you cannot lose a series to the Cubs. No, actually, you can. Yeah, there's 162 games that are played. You can lose two of three to any team. And they've won four straight series, the Cubs have. Yeah. So a lot of teams are losing series. All right, Justin, you're going to be doing tons of Brewer stuff moving forward. It's going to be fun. I'll be listening from afar. Yeah, I will try to fill the lofty shoes that, uh, that you have left here for all of us. They are not that lofty. We'll take one more break, and we'll wrap this up, wrap up this edition of uh, Brewers Weekly here on WTMJ. Wrapping up things on this edition of Brewers Weekly. Brewers are set to uh, play a weekend series at home against the Pirates. Tomorrow night, 7-10 start. By the way, a public service announcement, because I want to make sure that you don't get too frustrated tomorrow. For those of you who maybe watch the Brewers games, now you, you should be listening to them, clearly. But for those of you who do happen to watch and you lock it in to, to Bally Sports Wisconsin, and of course, as soon as the game is over, you turn the TV off and you get the radio on for Brewers Extra Innings. Uh, but for those of you who do watch the game, tomorrow night's game, you're not going to see on Bally Sports Wisconsin. You're not going to find it on ESPN, on ESPN2. You're not going to find it on Fox. You're not going to find it on Fox Sports 1. Oh, no. You're going to find tomorrow night's game on Apple TV+. Plus. If you don't know what Apple TV Plus is, you're probably not watching tomorrow's game. Uh, Apple TV Plus, it is, it, like for me, I have a Roku at home, and uh, we have the Apple TV Plus app inside of it. If you own an iPhone and you've never used Apple TV Plus, you probably have a three-month free subscription just waiting for you because whenever you get an iPhone, they give you three months of Apple TV Plus. It's where uh, Ted Lasso is. For those of you who enjoy Ted Lasso, it's got the morning show. Uh, there's a show I like on it called Home Before Dark. It's pretty solid. But yeah, tomorrow night's game, if you want to watch it, you have to do so on Apple TV+. Plus. I'm just giving you the heads up. There's going to be people who are complaining. That's how you watch it. Now, I don't think you have to have a subscription. 
I, I don't, but I don't know that for sure. I know like on the Peacock games on Sunday mornings, you don't have to have a subscription. I don't think you have to have a subscription to Apple TV Plus, like a paid subscription. I think you just have to have the app. You may have to like log in or register an account, but you don't have to pay money for it. So there you go. It's, it's essentially a free game if you can figure out how to use Apple TV Plus. Aaron Ashby will get the start tomorrow, 7-10 first pitch, 6-35 for network coverage. I'll have you tomorrow for a Brewers warm-up at 6 o'clock. We'll have you for Brewers extra innings. We're going to have a great weekend. Again, this is my final weekend uh, at the station. I'll be here through Sunday. So let's uh, enjoy these shows together. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Brewers and Pirates, don't even worry about Apple TV+. Plus. Just listen to the game. That's the way to do it. We'll talk to you tomorrow here on WTMJ.